Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. Here we go. Here's something you may have heard before, but it's worth repeating. Hey, I realized now I did have a dream the other night. Oh, would you make up your mind? I did. I dreamed <laughs> that I died and I went to heaven. Oh, aren't you special? <laughs> yeah. Well, really not too bad, but I got a friend. Well, I mean, the, 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 the streets were of gold, the gates were of pearl, and the walls were of jasper. And man, it was just beautiful up there. I read that book too, you know. Yeah, and I got to looking around, and I was looking at this one wall, and it had these like clocks or something Box. on the wall, and there was a lot of them, and uh, I didn't know what in the world they were, so I, I guess who I asked? Oh, you asked St. Peter. That's right, I asked St. Peter. St. Peter, what's these things up on the wall look like clocks? They had these needles going around, some going around pretty fast, some going around pretty slow. And he said, well, them are sin gauges. Sin gauges? Yeah, sin gauges. And I got to look a little closer, and I had to notice there were names under those sin gauges. And I saw... I wait, saw, wait, wait, wait. How did these sin gauges work? Well, you see, uh, every time that needle goes around, that means they sin. No! Yeah. And some of them go around fast, some of them go around slow. And I seen moms, hers is going around. I seen, uh, I seen David's and I seen Rosemary's. <laughs> but anyway, I got to look and I saw everybody's out here and everybody that I knew except for one person. Well, who was it? Well, I knew the Bible says all sin, oh, so Lord. I figured he would have one up there. Oh, yeah. I never saw one of Raymond. Raymond no. And guess who I asked? St. Peter. I asked St. Peter. St. Peter's always answered questions. I said, St. Peter... Come here, I got another question. I said, what about Raymond? I said, everybody I knew, they had him up here. I said, but Raymond, where's his? Does he have one? He said, sure, we can. he's got one. We got it in the back. He said, we're using it for a fan. <laughs> he's the most influential man in the COVID outbreak. His words are as mysterious as his motives. I don't typically drink beer. But if I did, it would not be Corona. Ah, the glorious out of doors. Ah, I see a wild creature out here. I think it's a. Uh oh, 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 crud! It's oh man, it's it's a bat free. Um, guys, guys, uh, listen to this sketch by John Bell. Um. I've got to hide. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I had to hide. I had to get in the building. That bat freeze are dangerous, man. They are dangerous. Oh, okay. Um, I think I'm safe now. Bells in the Bat Free, John Bell's show, can be found at thebatfree.com on the Mutual Audio Network and finer podcast sites. Fine, fine, finer podcast sites. John, are you are you sure that's what I was supposed to read? Yes, yes, the finer sites. We're trying to imply that only the finer sites would carry bells in the, in the. Okay, you can skip that part. I think Brad's in the office. Let me go out in the hallway here. Brad, 
Are you in the office anywhere? I'm in the break room, Mr. Bell. Uh, can you come see me, please? It may take me a few minutes, Mr. Bell. Why is that? I need to fix what I broke. <sighs> uh, okay, I'll just come to where you are. I'll just head down here, past Studio A, past Studio B, past the visitor's lounge, <laughs> past the barber shop, and into the break room. Brad? Brad? You don't appear to be in here. Brad? Yes, Mr. Bell! Where are you? I thought you were in the break room. I was, but it turns out my brakes are okay. I think it's my transmission now. What? Uh, anyway, I'll come around and see if I can meet you where you are. Okay! He must have gone around this way. I see, uh, past the Cowlet Corral, past the OK Corral... Past the not-so-okay corral. Sorry. My bad. Into the auto shop. Can I help you, mister? When did we get an auto shop here in the Batfree? I've been here a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, Mr. Motworth uh, ridded me. The this, space. Yeah, All right. Space. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Do you know which way you went? I think he went out toward the nursery. Oh, of course. Toward the, uh... We have a nursery? Hey, don't look at me. I just repair transmissions and brakes. All right. All right. I'll just head down the hall here and, uh... I think that's the nursery up ahead. Why in the world would we be growing plants here in the... Oh, you've woken up the children! Oh, this is that kind of nursery. Children, children, go back to sleep. The bad mans did not mean to wake you up and give you all sorts of serious mental issues when you grow up. You don't have to slap my face when you're talking to the children. Oh, dear. Sorry. I'll just leave, then. Close the door gently! Sorry. Uh, Brad? Don't shout, Brad! Maybe he's in his office. Let me go down here. Oh, there's my cell phone. Let me get that. Hello. Mr. Bell, this is Brad. Hello, Brad. Brad yeah, I got that, Brad. Uh, where are you? Where are you, Brad? I've been looking for you. Well, I thought you wanted me to meet you in the studio. So you're in the studio? No, I'm in the snack room. Then will you meet me in the studio? Oh, there's a good idea. Fine, I'll meet you there. Would you like a donut, Mr. Bell? No, thank you. They're not quite as ancient as usual. No, thank you. They got sprinkles. No, thank you. Oh, wait, those aren't sprinkles. Those are ants. Definitely no thank you. Good, though. Just meet me at the studio. What kept you, Mr. Bell? Brad, how did you get in here so fast? I took the Espress. You mean the Express? No, the Espress. Oh, you get a kick of caffeine out of that stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, anyway, I just wanted to talk to you about... Mr. Bell, I have some news. Some news, you say? I'm pretty sure that was me, yes. Yeah, I mean... Unless there's somebody else in here with some news. No, I don't think there's... Did you have some news, Mr. Bell? No, no, I don't. Then it must be me. Yes, so tell me your news, Brad. Mr. Bell... I think I'm going to buy the farm. I see. You're going to buy the farm, huh? Yes, Mr. Bell. I I believe I am. And when is this supposed to happen, Brad? As soon as they accept my offer. Your offer? Yeah, to buy Jebediah Lee's farm down the road there. Oh, so you're actually buying a farm. Yeah, that was my original idea, but Mr. Bell, I don't know. I think I'm going to kick the bucket first. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I mean, with all those cows, he's got buckets everywhere. Buckets every... I could kick one and break my toe. Are you saying you're not planning on leaving the show? Oh, no, no, no. I just want to branch out in agri-law. Agri-law? I love saying that. Agri-law. Uh-huh. Agri-law could be my shangri-law. But you'd still stay on the show. Yes, yes, I'll stay on the show until... 
I bite the dust. Meaning, I may trip over a bucket and land face first in the dirt and ruin my suit. Okay. Not to mention getting a mouthful of all that dust and dirt and all that other yicky stuff that's on the ground at farms. Yeah, well, of course I could take a dirt nap. Look, if you think farms are so icky, why are you... Agrilla, Mr. Bell. Right. Agrilla. Yes. Agrilla. Uh-huh. Agrilla. Well, obviously it's not you. I'm not me? No, it's not you that's planning to leave. Mr. Bell, I never leave you. Even if I were sleeping with the fishes. Sleeping with the... They don't snore, do they? Um... That'd be kind of... Wouldn't it? Okay, Brad, get back to whatever you were doing. Agrilaw! Yeah, fine. I need to go talk to Arnie. Agrilaw in Arkansas. I'll him and haw with a chihuahua in the raw, except for a Mackinac made in Wichita. Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Lawhon from Sheaf Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at christianskitscripts.com. Huh? Excuse me, Mr. Fred. (laughs) Can I come in? Sure, why not? Uh, I was just about to wrap up the program anyway. Uh, You're running a bit late today, aren't you? Yes, sir. I am a little behind my time. Just pass me your trash can there and I'll get out of your way. Here you go. Uh, I, uh, I'm almost afraid to ask, but, uh, what, what's in the bag you brought in with you there? Well, sir, I was going down the road a few minutes ago when danged if a big old possum ran out in the road and I run right over him. Oh, man. Well, I sure was sorry for that, but twarn't no sense in letting all that good meat go to waste. Uh-huh. So I throwed him in this here gunny sack and I'm taking him home to fix him for supper. There, there's a dead possum in that bag. Why in the world would you want to bring it in with you? Well, I couldn't leave it in the back of the pickup. Somebody might steal it. Possum's mighty good eating if you cook it right, and I wanted to see if you wanted some to take home and fix for yourself. I'll slice off a big hunk for you. No problem. Uh, no, no, no thanks. Uh, I, don't, I don't care for it. You and uh, Obadiah enjoy it. You don't know what you're missing, son. Take a look at him. Mm. He's a big old rascal, lady. Yeah. Oh, now look at those teeth. And <coughs> what a stench. Are you, are you sure it's dead? Uh, what if he's just playing possum? Oh, tain't no cause to be afeard. It's deader than Kmart on a weeknight. Look, he ain't even messed up very much. Except for my tire track down his back. He ain't hardly even... Look out! He's still kicking! Get off of Mr. Fred, you critter! Look out, son! They bite real bad! I can see that! Let go of Mr. Fred's ear, you dead burned overgrown rat! Let me whack him with this microphone! Ow! Oh, oh, oh! Sorry, Mr. Fred, I missed him! Hold still, I'll nail it this time! He's in pain, and they're dangerous when they're wounded! He's in pain! What, 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 is, he, what is he doing? Get him off! He's digging in my pants! Get him off! He's trying to dig a burrow and find a hiding place! Don't let him get in, or you'll be in for some hurt! Look out! I'll stop it! Oops, I missed again! Sorry about that, son! Please! Stop helping! You're worse than he is! Okay, I got him! Quick, Mr. Fred, grab that bag and I'll throw him in. Hold still, you varmint. Okay, in you go. I'll turn him loose out in the country on the way home. Sorry about your ripped up clothes, son. Well, that was exciting, weren't it, Mr. Fred? Now that he's in the bag, we can laugh about it, can't we? Uh, Mr. Fred, you ain't sore at me, are you? Son, what are you doing with that microphone stand? Mr. Fred? Calm down, Mr. Fred! Calm down, son! Put that thing down! Whoa! 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 
And here's this week's old-time radio moment, brought to you by the Retro Radio Podcast and Keith Helsley. Well, gang, this being an all-Western command performance, here's a boy from the wide-open spaces who can really brush me up in the brushwood lingo, that rootin' tootin' top hand and tough a two-bit T-bone, Cotton C. Clark, right here. Hi there, Cottonseed boy. Hope, what in the cat hair are you talking about? You, hmm? You got me, Cottonseed. That's the trouble. I want you to coach me on this Western lingo so I can introduce our guest in Western style. Would you help me? I'd just soon to eat a bug. <laughs> Tell me, Leatherface, how would I introduce Carol Landis, for example? Well, Hope, for a cute little filly like her, now you got to get real fancy-like. Because mm. believe me, brother, that Landis gal's pretty in a bite of hen with a brood of chicks. <laughs> Well, shut my coop. Uh, cottonseed? <laughs> cottonseed, boy, that's rough language. It ain't neither, Hope. It's a high-class compliment. It's, it's almost as good as saying that gal's prettier in a sow with a litter of little pigs. <laughs> well, I think I'm catching on, Cottonseed. I'll introduce an act right now. Would you rather hear me sing or would you rather hear somebody else? Well, Hope, if I had my druthers, I'd rather hear Roy Rogers. Have a good day, and remember... Laughter, it's a really good medicine.